let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to read some more of the wonderful poetry that was sent in for our recent competition on the topic of pets. It will also be a chance to catch up with Queenie, as I haven't seen her for a few days. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer, or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head inside and see what's going on. Oh, hello, little Dazzy Donuts. Welcome back to the club. Thanks, Queenie. It's good to see you again. It's so great to see you, too. Take off those winter layers of clothes and come sit with me at the table. I'm just sipping a nice hot cup of tea while I doodle. Here, I'll pour you a cup to warm you up. That sounds a wonderful idea. Now, what are you noodling about? Well, actually, I'm a little kerfuffled. I've been having some very strange dreams and I've tried to work out what they all mean. Perhaps you could help me to figure them out. Okay, so why don't you tell me a little bit about your dreams? Okay, so three nights ago, I had this really weird dream where I was inside a cottage, and there was a roaring fire, and it was really nice and toasty. Everything felt cozy, but then I looked out the window, and outside was our good friend Hedgehog. They were just standing there in the cold and up to their belly in snow, shivering. And so in my dream, I dashed outside to help them. But when I opened the cottage door and ran into the snow, Hedgehog was nowhere to be seen. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up. That is a weird dream. So what do you think it means? I'm not really sure, actually. But then the next night, I had another unusual dream. This time, I was in a big shop. You know, like they have in large towns with lots and lots of aisles packed full of different things stacked up to the ceiling. I had a shopping list and I was pushing a cart around the store looking for all the things on my list. Then all of a sudden, I looked down a long aisle, and way down at the far end was Hedgehog. They were just turning out of the aisle, and I saw them disappear. So in my dream, I ran down the aisle to find them, but I couldn't find them. Everywhere I went, I just saw Hedgehog disappearing around the corner, and I never managed to catch up with them. Isn't that weird? It definitely is. I wonder what's causing you to have dreams like that. You know, sometimes I have extra unusual dreams if I watch or read something scary before I go to bed, or if I eat something right before I fall asleep. I'm not sure why, but cheese gives me very bizarre dreams. So what else have you been dreaming about? Well, last night's dream involved me sitting in my bedroom and I could hear this voice from the other side of the wall. You know, like a muffled voice distorted by coming from one side of the wall to the other. And so in my dream, I put my ear against the wall, and I could just make out Hedgehog's voice. They were singing a merry little tune, just like the ones they sing when they're going on a nightly walk in the summer to check out all the local gardens in search of slugs and other yummy grubs. And I was just about to start singing along too when I woke up, 
and it was time to get up for the day. Now that's three unusual dreams and three nights. So to figure it out, I came into the club to doodle a little. I mean, what do you think it all means, little Dazzy Donuts? Well, it's interesting that our friend Hedgehog appears in all three dreams. And so that feels important. It does, and in every dream I could see or hear Hedgehog, but never actually get to be with them. You're right. So I wonder if there's a part of your brain that's thinking about what it's like being without Hedgehog while they're hibernating for winter. I mean, it can't be easy for you being without your friend for four months every year. It really isn't easy. I know it's all part of having a friend who hibernates, so every spring there's the excitement of Hedgehog returning from hibernation, and everything feels full of fun. And the days are getting longer and warmer too, so we're able to go on walks, and we have picnics, and we have pancake breakfast. Hedgehog's just one of those friends who makes every day really special. But then, we know that eventually spring turns into summer, and then summer turns into autumn, and then before we know it, autumn is sliding towards winter, and Hedgehog feels the pull to settle back into the hibernation station down at the end of the garden. It's sad to see them go, but we all know it has to happen. And then we have spring to look forward to, and Hedgehog's glorious return. And I think that's what your dreams are about. You're feeling separated from your friend right now. You can sense them around but can't be with them for another couple of months. And so your brain is processing all of that and plays it back to you in your dreams. I think it's natural to miss your friend, and so perhaps you can think of your dreams as a way of still spending some time with Hedgehog, even if it's only in your head. Well, that's a nice way of thinking about my dreams. You're right, they do give me a chance to see and hear my friend while I'm sleeping at night. If only there's a way of being with them in the day, too. Well, perhaps there is. Why don't we think about ways that you can feel closer to Hedgehog during the day as well? I love that idea. While we noodle, do you happen to have any poems we could listen to? Sometimes I find that listening to poetry helps me to come up with my most creative ideas, and I really need some of those today. I definitely do. I brought some poems along from the recent competition on the topic of pets. I know, let's start by listening to this poem here. It's from Evie in the United Kingdom. And Evie's poem is called Panda Peekaboo. Here, I'll play it for you now. I woke up early in the morning, decided to do some drawing. What should I draw? What should I draw? A beautiful panda to roar and roar. I go to get some snacks to eat. I come back in, I see fairy feet. Who are you? Who are you? I say very scared. He just said hi, like he cared. Don't be scared, don't be scared. I didn't speak, I just stared. Can I have a snack? If not, I'll go back. Oh, please, can you share? Yes, only if you give me some care. You can only have one. Thanks, I'll be quick, for I have to run. He finished his snack very quick. This is nice, he said as he took a lick. Thank you, thank you very much. Kick the ball, I said as he took a touch. Bye, goodbye, he said as he walked away. Yes, yes, goodbye. Come round any day. Well, then I was alone again with no friends. A big thank you, Evie, for your fun poem. I really like how you cleverly wrote a poem about a drawing that comes to life, and it makes me think about how it can sometimes be helpful to imagine something happening. Like, if you really want a pet and don't have one, it's possible to imagine having one in just the same way as your panda came to life. 
Thank you so much for writing all about that in your poem and for sending it into the club. OK, up next we have a poem from Yashvi in India. And Yashvi's poem is called Pets. Let's listen to the poem now. There are so many pets that I would want, like a feathery friend or a jumping frog. The problem is I can never choose to have one because each one of them seem a lot of fun. Supposedly, a fish swims and wiggles in a huge aquarium, pleads for food every morning and night and speaks with a blibbity blabbity blobbity boo Perhaps a dog or puppy, like a beagle, pomeranian, retriever or pug, cheerfully wags its tail to and fro and sniffles your feet like a hungry mouse. Possibly a cunning cat with clever tricks up its sleeves, with a pair of perky ears and adorably tiny paws which could give you the deepest scratches. Or maybe a hamster who runs on a wheel in its little space, nibbles its food without any greed and has fur as white as a dandelion. So many pets with so many traits, they climb, crawl, jump and swim. Our wonderful long-lasting companions with a wonderful long-lasting bond. A big thank you, Yashvi, for your poem. You've done such a wonderful job of describing different types of animals that can become pets and how each of those animals acts differently and yet all of them bring something important into a person's life. They can bring companionship and a long-lasting bond. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us through your poem and for reading it so nicely. Okay then, Queenie, have you figured out what you can do to feel closer to Hedgehog during the day? I have, and the creativity of those two poems really helped me. So, little Dazzy Donuts, what do you think of when you think of our good friend Hedgehog? Well, I think of nighttime walks with our friend. Me too! And what else do you think of? Um, I also think of pancakes. Oh my gosh, you're right. Nobody makes pancakes as fluffy or as yummy as Hedgehog. They are the best. Ed, what else do you think of? Well, I also think of cake. When I close my eyes and picture Hedgehog, I picture them sat outside with us in summer with a cup of their favourite tea and a big slice of cake. Dig, 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 dig! You're right, that's exactly what I think of too. One of the first things Hedgehog asks when we get back from a night hike is, do you happen to have any cake? I think Hedgehog loves cake almost as much as slugs. And so one way of feeling close to Hedgehog would be through cake. Well, that's a wonderful idea. So how do you think we can do that? It just so happens that Hedgehog has said that the one type of cake they've never had but really want to try is Black Forest Gatto. Hedgehog said the idea of all that yummy creaminess and soft-soaked sponge and those black cherries just sounds amazing. And so I'm going to make one today. I know that Hedgehog isn't here to enjoy it with us, but it will definitely help us to feel closer to Hedgehog, and I could consider it as practice ready for when I make one for Hedgehog in the spring. So what do you think? 
I love the idea, and it just so happens that I like Black Forest Gatto too. Wonderful! Well, I'm going to head into the kitchen to make a yummy cake. While I do that, do you happen to have any more poems I could listen to? I do. I have two more poems from the recent competition on pets. I know, let's listen to this one next. It's from Amog in the United States. And Amog's poem is called, Why Do We Need Pets? Let's listen to the poem now. Why do we need them? Do we need them because we need a friend? Maybe we need someone to listen to us. Or perhaps we just want company. Or maybe we need them to give us happiness and love. They're the perfect beings to give love. Pets. A big thank you, Amog, for your thoughtful poem. You did a wonderful job of exploring the different reasons for people having pets. When I've had a pet, I've found them to be fantastic company and also someone to listen to me when nobody else is around. And there's something really special about getting home and finding out just how much your pet has missed you while you were away. Thank you so much for capturing all of that in your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay, our final poem for today comes from Kashika in Belgium. And Kashika's poem is called I Desperately Need a Pet. Here's Kashika's poem now. I desperately need a pet. The one that doesn't need to go to the wet. Or maybe that's not possible. Maybe even impossible. A dog makes a, makes a good pet. But it sheds a lot of hair. My friend has one. Her dog is so fun. Or perhaps a cat. It would catch a rat. It is also very cute. But don't talk about my mom's dispute. A rabbit must be fine. Its fur must shine. But it dines all the clothes for the clothesline. A hamster must be the perfect pet. It makes everything sad. But it is very active in the night. Which doesn't let me sleep tight. All these pets are nice and cute, but looking at some of them makes me put them on mute. But not one of them fits me. There's nothing special about them I see. Oh yeah, my little bro brother. He can give you quite a blister. He acts like a monkey, wolf, squirrel and a cat. And even like a little brat. That's all the animals in one. He even plays under the sun. Guess what? He doesn't even need to go to the wet. He seemed like the very perfect pet. A big thank you, Kashika, for your funny poem. I really like how you've thought through all of the different pets and their advantages and disadvantages and ended up ruling them all out in favour of your brother. And as you quite rightly say, you won't need to take your brother to the vet. Thank you for capturing all of that in a fun poem and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going making a Black Forest Gatto? It's all ready, look! Wow, that looks amazing. I reckon it's one of the best-looking cakes you've ever made. And you've made a lot of cakes. It is! Let's just hope that it tastes as yummy as it looks. If so, I'll know exactly what I need to do to make it again when our friend Hedgehog returns from hibernation in spring. In the meantime, let's have a slice each and a cup of tea exactly how Hedgehog would have it. It will definitely make us feel closer to our friend. I'll also let Chicken, Shasta, and Henrietta know all about this so they can pop around to join us and enjoy this Black Forest Gatto. We can all feel closer to Hedgehog 
together. What a wonderful idea. While you let them know about the cake, I'll thank everyone for being at the club today, especially the four poets that we featured, Amog, Evie, Kushika and Yashvi. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also read about how you can send your own poetry and art into the club. It's been so lovely spending time with you. Thank you for joining me and Queenie. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a new episode complete with brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. Okay then, Queenie, let's each have a slice of cake and a cup of tea and feel closer to our friend Hedgehog. <laughs>